everyone, and welcome to the Cocky Top Podcast, home of the SEC football show where forever to the Gamecock Brian Lowe and all the all Tyler McDaniel put their friendship to the test during a grueling football season, all while highlighting and fighting for their volunteers and Gamecocks respectively throughout their season as well as our thoughts on other teams in the conference as well as the league. So regardless if you're a volunteer or a Gamecock or somewhere in between, let's kick this thing off and talk some ball. What's up all you cock and balls and welcome to another episode of the Cocky Top Podcast. I am your host forever to the Gamecock, Brian Lowe, and joining me as always is all vol Tyler McDaniel. T-Mac, what is going on? Not a lot. Feeling like Patty Mac in the way we're recording right now. Oh yeah, we haven't. So I might be extra hype because I'm on my feet. Get into it instead of coming from you seated. Yeah. As we normally do, as Tyler did mention, <clears throat> we are standing for this episode uh, due to some well, we'll say reasons for the moment before we get into it. But yeah, there's definitely some reasons why we are bringing you this season finale episode of the cocky top podcast we are going to be on hiatus for a little while uh of course up until fall camp begins and we may not even get started back up as soon as fall camp gets started it might actually be a little bit into camp but definitely before the season itself Enough time to talk about the lay lineups before getting into oh, the season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be able to talk about um, both spend t- an episode on the offensive side, on the defensive side, uh, and really break down individual players, uh, of course. Throughout the year on uh, Patreon content, we're definitely not going to leave you high and mm. dry. We're going to be dropping <coughs> some nuggets throughout the year, especially after spring ball, which is coming up all too soon. And then, of course, anything that happens, any developments that happen throughout the summer, because a lot of stuff can happen between now and the fall. So without further ado, we are going to go ahead and get into it. Uh, Since the last time we did sit down and talk some ball with you, uh, Tyler, you've actually been in a show. Um, We've talked about it, of course, on Between Two Barrels, if you listen over there. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you are a faithful cocky top listener and don't really get over to the Between Two Barrels side, Tyler was in a production of the show Clue, Mm -hmm. an adaptation of the Parker Brothers board game. Of course, a movie, fantastic movie starring Tim Curry, Doc Brown, uh, um, Christopher Lloyd, Lloyd, host of other famous names, especially in comedy. Madeline, not Madeline Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn, yeah. Martin Mull, Madeline Uh, Kahn. Yeah, uh, all sorts of great folks. And yes, you're right, an all-star cast, but our own local all-star cast. Yeah, it was a great cast. Yeah, starring... Sold out all six shows. Uh, I played Mr. Green, a friend of uh, and host of 30 and 30 podcast. Josh played Wadsworth, and we just had a, a stellar cast. It really was just a stellar cast of funny individuals. A lot of making the script our own, nice as it were. Uh, which, luckily, with this show and with this director, they were like, "Yeah, absolutely, make you know, uh, ad lib as much as you want to, because that's where a lot of the comedy comes in." So we got to have a little bit of free reign uh, with the script a little bit, which was fun. It's, it's always fun. You don't usually get to have that much free reign with the script as we did. Um, <clears throat> sold out all six shows. Near the end, there, some of us were passing around either a sinus infection or upper respiratory or 
maybe we were all just exhausted at the same time. Right. <laughs> but uh, came out of the show with a sinus infection and then uh, uh, a busted pipe at the house and now uh, no heat. So the week literally coming down off of the high of a show has literally been a pitfall of falling down, <laughs> of coming down off of a high. Uh you know, when it, it kind of one of those when it rains, it pours situations. So a a, a post show run yeah. blues situation, yeah. uh, even more so than what you would typically have yeah. to face. Uh, yeah, usually you just you just show. have to face the. Oh man, I don't have rehearsal night. Man, I kind of miss everybody. You know, two days in, I I really miss everybody. But also, Josh and I went straight into directing the Encore Young Stars show, Charlotte's Web. So we're right. we're already back at the theater chin working, up, <laughs> you know, chin up. Like, uh, yeah, we're we're, uh, we're it's a talented group of kids. We're really excited. Encore's doing some great things. Uh, if you are interested, uh, this coming this Friday, actually tonight, as you're listening to this, is a big uh, Valentine's cabaret that they're doing. I'm bartending it with Tennessee Legend Distillery Spirits that were donated, thankfully. Making two drinks, the Cupid's Arrow and Love Potion Number 9. Oh, sounds delicious. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have fun, we're gonna have fun. Is there any way that anybody can still come out for any absolutely. of this? Or is this absolutely, you can show up at the door and get tickets still. It's at 2808 West Andrew Johnson Highway at Encore Theatrical Company. And it's a group, I'm actually, I'm just bartending. It's nice to not, it's, it's a group of people who haven't, some people haven't even done stuff with Encore before. So some new faces and some Faces that haven't been around in a while. Just getting together, doing some love songs. There's a married couple. There's a, a, two sisters that are in it together. There's a friend group. There's just uh, some people that haven't been on the encore stage in a while actually coming out and donating some time and doing some love songs for us as a fundraiser. So Heck yeah. Uh, absolutely check that out tonight if you're listening to this and you're within driving distance. A lot of talent. And uh, the, the spirits are going to be great, too. I promise that. Absolutely. Well, as we said, as we opened up, we are doing the show, uh, this finale show, and you will more than likely hear a couple of the Between Two Barrels shows um, coming to you in the same style, being recorded from the same spot, uh, because we are having to deal with a bit of a construction interruption, as I've come to moniker it, uh, in the fact that we do have some construction going on inside as well as outside at our Winfield Dunn or the Studio 66 location. Um, kind of half joking, half serious during one of our meetings for Tennessee Legend Distillery yesterday uh, or uh, for our social media meeting the other day. Yeah. <laughs> kind of jokingly yeah. made mention saying that if we can show that something is, yeah, we is sh- we usable, that it is useful, yeah. it, it will get turned into something. We showed that uh, this old storage space could be a viable could area. be a viable area and then and it gets it. it turns into <laughs> yeah. uh more office space but yeah. we are uh hopefully going to be able to benefit from it as well in having um because we did have to clear out a bunch of space up in that area mm-hmm. we have hopefully cleared out plenty of enough space to be able to do an even more uh upgraded version of studio 66 and we will uh be eventually going ahead and including the video element yeah to yeah. the shows as well uh not only of course uh cocky top but between two barrels and eventually uh the 30 and nerdy podcast Absolutely. all under the studio 66 banner as well um so you may wind up having some uh other ambient sounds that come through maybe a little echo or something like that that's going to be different 
Uh, but yeah, uh, we thankfully found a place to where we can get away and you're not going to have to worry about uh, hammers and power whistling. tools and whistling or anything like that uh, coming through. And then uh, we're kind of anticipating and hoping it may be a situation to where whenever we get into uh, further recordings in what's going to be the new studio space, uh, that we're going to be able to bring you a cleaner yeah. uh, program in terms of that stuff as it is anyway. <clears throat> Just to keep you up to date on some of our primary sponsor news, currently our only sponsor for these shows, of course, Tennessee Legend Distillery. Their current store hours are 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Friday and Saturday at the Winfield Dunn location and 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. seven days a week at the Newport Highway location, both located here in Sevier County, Tennessee. Now, March 1st, we will be going back to opening at 9 a.m. Monday through Saturday and 10 a.m. on Sunday and closing at 9 p.m. nightly at the Winfield Dunn location, again, starting on March 1st. But the best way to keep up with any and all news and information is to make sure that you are following Tennessee Legend Distillery on those social media sites. On Facebook, it's simply Tennessee Legend Distillery hyphen Nashville, of course, for the Nashville location, Cookville for the Cookville location, and Sevier County on Facebook for the Sevier County locations. It's a combination for both our Winfield Dunn location and our Newport Highway location. And if you are an Instagram user, if you are all about doing it for the gram, you can find this there as well. It's TN Legend, T N L E G E N D, for all locations, followed up by Nash, of course, for Nashville, CKVL for Cookville, and Sevco, S E V C O, for the Sevier County locations. Of course, lots of new products going to be coming out, some of our own and several with our partners at Anthem Spirits. We got to talk about this in those meetings over the yeah. course of the last couple of days. I know I'm excited. I know a majority of the staff is excited for these products to come out, and I am trying to get it set up, and I don't know if we're going to have any kind of opposition, but we should be able to make this work. Our first guest in the new studio space, mm -hmm. Paul Francis, Francis. Our, our uh contact it's not with Frank. It's yeah. not Frankie it's Francis. Hey, there's a little bit of that ambient noise. Yeah. Uh had a, a semi truck going yeah. by outside, so we got a little bit of that Jake break going on. But <laughs> yes, uh our contact, uh proprietor, head honcho, uh whatever you want to call him, of Anthem Spirits is going to be joining us for our first in studio uh interview in the new studio space here within the upcoming month or so. Of course, also want to let you know that Gatlinburg Brewing Company, one of our good friends next door, is still running the one of the best, in most all of our employees' opinions, pizza mm -hmm. of the moment. They don't call it pizza of the month because it can run longer than a month or less than a month. Yeah, most of the time until the ingredients are gone. But they are still running with the loaded baked potato pizza. How many have you had so far? Four. I've had four. And the last two, I have made my own. I, I, I uh, The way I looked at Naraya and uh, Trish this last time, because our friend Naraya from uh, GBC is actually backpacking through Iceland right now. So Jealous. Lucky. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I said, all right, I want you to take the baked potato pizza. She said, okay. I said, I want you to take the onions off. I don't eat onions. Um, 
She said, okay. I said, and I want you to add chicken and a ring of buffalo sauce to what you already have. So a buffalo chicken loaded, loaded baked, baked potato, potato pizza. pizza. Oh, my God. Son, I tell you, my stomach loved it for like two hours. Loved it. My taste buds were very proud of me, very happy. My stomach loved it for about two hours. My chest, on the other hand. <laughs> right, the heartburn later on afterwards. Was pissed off for about... Two days after that, I tried that, and I went, ah, worth every bit of it. <laughs> I got omeprazole. I'll be fine. If if they wind up doing a, a hot honey pepperoni pizza, oh I'm going to be the same way. Uh, I, I hopefully have planted that seed, and they may wind up doing one of those. Maybe we can get uh, a king snake honey. Okay. Because we've done, you know, yeah. the barrel aged honey. We do honeys. have the yeah, we do have the barrel aged uh, honey. And and do a little bit with some little, oh, little cayenne added to it, just to make a hot, yeah. a little extra bite, if you will, yeah. in that king snake honey. Definitely looking forward to that, and looking forward to most all of the the pizzas of the moment that Gatlinburg Brewing Company has to offer. So whenever you do come in and you're doing your sampling over here at this Winfield Dunn location, Tennessee Legend Distillery. Make sure that you follow it up with a visit over to Gatlinburg Brewing Company. Now, before we get into the full-fledged football talk, we want to take this opportunity real quick to let you know about a few things that you may be able to encounter on any visit that you make to the Smoky Mountain area. Mm. And on the next couple of episodes, we thought it would be fun to highlight and take this opportunity to talk about a different type of fantasy and not talking of course about football or the bedroom variety no we're going to be talking about the tolkien-esque world of fantasy that is the ancient lore village mm -hmm. over in knoxville mm -hmm. if you want to take a step out of the ordinary and step straight into the world of lord of the rings then plan a trip to ancient lore village not only can you stay in a fantasy inspired accommodation but they even have a bag of holdings worth of fun activities planned throughout the year. As a matter of fact, just this month, they will be hosting Sunday brunches, or as they would like to call it, second breakfast or elevensies. They're also doing trivia nights, daddy-daughter dinners, moonshine dinners, and the very apropos D&D &D nights. You can find out more information or make your reservations for lodging or events by visiting www.ancientlorevillage.com or looking them up, Ancient Lore Village, on Facebook and Instagram or Ancient Lore Village Knox. That's K-N-O-X, Ancient Lore Village Knox on TikTok. They are building, uh, it's not Ancient Lore Village, but someone is building a... Massive addition going down Douglas Dam Road after the split. You know, when you're coming uh, down 139 from my direction, from the dangerous direction, you can either turn left that, that shorties to go to the dam. What used to be the old Phillips yeah. 76 station or you can way keep back going when. Straight yeah, I think I know get, where you're talking yeah. about. They had the so spiral going straight, like staircase yes. or whatever. If you keep going straight, they're building something like this. Hobbit oh, wow. Holes and like, it looks like a, a, from. Where Theoden is and Edoras, little VRBO type things there as well in that area. And each time I go down it every morning, I'm like, oh, they're getting a little closer. A little oh, bit closer. It's, it's starting closer. to look more and more like, to look like Rivendell. Like Shire, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm excited about that. But uh, we have been talking for years uh, about going to Ancient Lore Village, and we just have not pulled the trigger. Um, we even thought about, as our 
the first night of our honeymoon, Making staying a stop in Knoxville by. Right. at Ancient Lore before we went to to where we went, and uh, we just didn't make make it happen. Um, I think it'd be a great option for a staycation. Really? Yeah, absolutely. It's just down the road. Yeah, from us, like literally, you're getting away. The the additional money that you would spend yeah. to travel abroad, absolutely, you can take in what Knoxville has to offer, mm-hmm. which and I mean, feel like you're in the Shire. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. Go in, play D and D, dressing up, do a little LARPing, if you will. Sleep in, have some breakfast, second breakfast, second breakfast, Levensies, afternoon tea, dinner, supper. <laughs> Keep it all going. Uh, but yeah, just wanted to take a minute and feature Ancient Lore Village. Like I said, we'll probably talk a little bit more mm-hmm. about them on the Between Two Barrels episodes and let you know if they've got any other fun and interesting events planned. I know that uh, one of our former employees uh, has done some painting classes over there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, some like uh, paint and sip classes. Yeah. So definitely always some fun stuff to check out over there. Any news in the sports world uh, before we get into the world of uh, uh, Power Five uh, uh, conferences and stuff like that. Uh, any kind of high school or, or uh, word no, from uh, uh, Chat Academy or anything like that? I, no, I know they open this August. Uh, Nolan's working really hard. Um, my sister is coaching a different high school, volleyball. Um, and uh, she said that they had just had tryouts and had like 50-something girls show up. And she's like... You, you obviously can't have a team of 50 kids. Right, it's like what you so, had to deal yeah, with there in the so, theater. She was like, so I got to break some high school hearts Aww. this past weekend. So uh, uh, good luck to her in that season. Uh, and uh, Chatt- as for Chad Academy, I, I after they open, I, I don't know what uh, Nolan's sports um, aspirations are for his school. Uh, I know he's a volleyball player and a football player and a soccer player and baseball and basketball. We played it all when we were growing up. Right. So uh, I don't know what what sports he'll start out with, but uh, they are repping uh, orange, smoky gray, and white as their colors. So, okay. Uh, uh, no matter what sports they have, they're going to look good. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of of um, gray and or and or black in uniforms. Um, I think it's uh, West Virginia mm. wound up taking a page out of Tennessee's playbook mm. or, or uniform playbook, oh, as yeah. it were, yeah. and are doing the, um, the the coal miners uniform yeah. to where it's mostly, it's just a complete blackout yeah. with just a little bit of uh, gray and white yeah, like uh, outline the around the lettering yeah. and stuff like that. It's really cool. Uh, our our Condridge Holloway uh, uniforms that we wore that one Saturday were apparently nominated this year for some kind of helmet awards that they uh, give out in college. The the light blue, the baby blue that yeah, went along with that it. Weird. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know the, there were awards the for, for outfits. That's that's it's because cool. they're usually won by Oregon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Usually that California, Nike, the West Coast teams usually win that yeah, stuff. That Nike contract yeah. comes in handy for a lot of stuff. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, it's really cool, and I'm looking forward to what uh, uh, this next season brings out of individual teams that like to do fun stuff with their uniforms and things like that. Um, other than that, I'm, I'm, you know, I know before we get into the actual Super Bowl of things, but the the shooting. Yeah, uh, that's that happened. the the craziness that ensued as a result of that man. Um, someone, of course, I guess, just looking for some sort of. 
I guess infamy in this capacity. Yeah. I'm going to be forever known as the person who wound up becoming an active shooter during the Kansas during City Super Chiefs Bowl party, yeah. Super Bowl parade. Yeah. Um, I mean, not trying to make anything comical of it because it's not funny in any capacity, yeah. but uh, I'm guessing they, like a lot of people, are already experiencing uh, Patrick Mahomes and Fatigue. Kansas City fatigue in that capacity yeah. uh, maybe so, somebody that had way too much money on the 49ers for that game I that type of stuff makes some people do some crazy or, things I mean and it could be something as crazy as it could be some crazy conspiracy nut who thinks Taylor Swift's out to right to destroy rule the world and take over the world <laughs> destroy professional football by yeah. infiltrating um, that's something I actually kind of got. I don't want to say got into any kind of argument or anything like that, but I made a post. Oh, I saw. Uh, I saw online, you know, saying that I think the number of people who yeah. were vehemently against the Super Bowl and any and all activities surrounding sure had an awful lot to say about everything that went on the next day. Yeah. Uh, the people who claimed, oh, I'm not going to watch any part of it, not even the commercials or the halftime show or anything like that, were were very quick to to mount up behind the keyboard yeah. uh Monday the or even warriors. after even after the Super Bowl itself to to make all kinds of claims Seeing as how and you, you comments and everything else. Watch it, you seem to know a lot about a what was going on. A whole lot about what was going on. Uh but yeah, there were some some exchanges and of course I had to provide full disclosure that my my shots, my quips yeah. Uh, at people were 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 directed towards certain people, and yeah. that I hate it that that people who it wasn't geared towards stepped yeah. in the way of those shots. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you should be able to to say these things without apologizing, right? Because it is your right your platform. Yeah, in, in that capacity. Um, but speaking of the Super Bowl, I know that we both had uh, gone with forty nine yeah, picks, and yeah. you see how that turned out. Um, in a weird, I'm glad they're boring. The first, first half, half was absolutely for boring. For Super Bowl, you know, I, I typically like. I think the Super Bowl, like WrestleMania, like the whole card, quote unquote, should be exciting. Yes, top to bottom. The first half was not not no. exciting at all. I mean, if if I'm paying the amount of money that that people had to pay right? to actually attend it, and not just for the attending of like it, the but most the parking, Super Bowl ever, the the concessions, mm. like someone bought a two drinks, like two twenty ounce bottled drinks at the Super Bowl, and it costs like thirty dollars. No thanks. For two twenty ounce bottled drinks, it costs close to thirty dollars. Have a seat. A parking, yeah. travel, accommodations. Because this was in Vegas. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. Paying for that, that, the, <laughs> that the, new the stadium. The Vegas aspect yeah. of it. Oh, yeah. And the Vegas life. <laughs> that's part of it. I mean, it may be the most high-tech and, and furthest advanced stadium. Mm -hmm. uh, can provide some mm -hmm. of the best whatever that, that sports fans can enjoy in that capacity. But it definitely come with a price tag. And, and people were were paying dearly uh, yeah. to be able to, to attend that experience. But like I said, <laughs> I would have been asking for some partial refund or something uh, like that for that first half. Yeah. Because uh, if if indeed the, the season is scripted in any capacity, 
then then that I would be treating that like a, a stink fest of a, a movie. I would just be yeah. going out back to the ticket office and yeah. saying, this is this absolute sucks. garbage. Just garbage. give me my money back. Yeah. And not have to worry or about all that. give me a partial. That, yeah, like, just give me a partial refund on this. Because I still got to see Usher. But, right, and that, that as well as uh, Travis Kelsey's antics whenever he was upset over being taken out yeah. for a... Or the the next play that was run was a package that did not include him. But he just fumbled on that play or whatever. You know, it's like, dude, calm uh, down. And, uh, but no, the meme worthy moments that were born out of the Super Bowl, um, Usher as well as the uh, uh, Lil John and mm-hmm. Ludacris uh, playing for the Purple Cobras. Yes. To uh, look like they were on NFL Street. Too. Right. And of course, uh, the Kelsey yelling at, at Andy yeah. Reid. Uh, I've already posted for like a, a couple of things or that third would be time this season. Yeah, um, it's it's not been. This is was not the first occurrence of this particular instance. Uh, but yeah, two moments that one hundred percent have have garnered have birthed mm. uh, new memes that are are being utilized. Yeah. The the internet had a heyday. Uh, with this one as well, including Post Malone uh, wearing a Cowboys jacket. The first time anything exactly. Cowboys has seen the Super Bowl Since in quite 96. some time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the internet has definitely been having a field day with all of the meme-worthy moments uh, that were born from this. But as you know, uh, enough time has definitely passed that the Chiefs were the victors. We've already discussed all of that and uh, the devastation of the events from the the parade is just yeah. are just inexcusable but thankfully uh all parties have been uh captured and arrested at this point and it's just a matter of the booking and and what all is going to be handed over or as far as indictments or anything like that at this point looking to satisfy your sweet tooth while visiting the smoky mountains check out adina's sweet shop a treasure cottage of baked goods nestled in the heart of the smokies in gatlinburg They create the most delectable homemade cupcakes, chocolates, pastries, pies, and so much more, including over 20 flavors of the best ice cream you've ever had, and don't forget to check out their selection of boozy favorites as well. Locals and visitors alike have raved about Adina's desserts, and once you've tried them, so will you. At Adina's Sweet Shop, there is truly something for everyone. Just minutes from Dollywood or the mountains, you can find them at 170 Glades Road in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, or online at adinasweetshop.com. And tell her you heard about them from Tennessee Legend Distillery. So now getting over into the world, of course, of college football news, we are briefly going to give our thoughts on the Senior Bowl. Mm. Uh, Reese's Senior Bowl, of course, saw both quarterbacks from the Gamecocks and the Volunteers present at the event. Yes. Joe Milton going 9 of 13 with two picks, still displaying some impressive arm talent and a veteran presence and mindset in the backfield. For the American team, however, it was Gamecock and Senior Bowl MVP Spencer Rattler uh, that got the start, opening up the game, going 4-for-4 four four on the opening drive, ending with a 25-yard touchdown, and that wound up being the only touchdown for the American team mm-hmm. for that game for the day. Uh, much like the the Super Bowl, I guess you could say, it pits the 
American versus the yeah. national, yeah. NFC versus AFC, or in yeah. this case, just the national team versus the American team yeah. uh, in the Senior Bowl. So um, kind of similar in that aspect, but of course it's taking a uh, majority of the people who are anticipated being drafted in the upcoming draft coming up here in April uh, and just gives another opportunity for them to showcase their talents before going to the, the Combine uh, coming up here in March or uh, early m- April, of course, the draft being, I think, a little bit later in April. have to go in and double-check the dates on that. Um, but much like the Combine, again, like I say, just another way for uh, graduating players or players who are uh, eligible to go to the draft um, can, again, like I said, showcase their talents. And this is one of those that is invite-only, um, mm-hmm. uh, much like the Combine is invite-only. Uh, but like I say, it's all uh, even pro days just just more ways to for for players who are draft eligible and are looking to get picked up by a professional team to be able to show the scouts what they have um did you get an opportunity to actually watch the game i did not i watched a little bit of it um oddly enough did not get to see the opening drive Mm. uh with rattler um but did get to see most of the second half of the game a um, lot of good standouts, uh, great individual performances, especially from the running backs in mm. the class. Um, but it's it's kind of a hard, going to be a hard read to figure out exactly where different players are going to go, especially quarterbacks um, in this particular draft. Um, not a ton of teams that are adamantly really needing uh, there's a few that definitely need some QBs, uh, especially or, with or more... Or there's not actively thinking they need a QB. Right. Quite right. possibly they they might they might need one. Need one. Um, I personally think the Cowboys should should part ways with Are Dak. you are you at the point now to where yeah. you're done with Dak? I'm done with Dak. He can't win a game. He can't win the game. The the games that need to be yes. done. Yes. He uh, went undefeated at home. Cool. Uh we got to another playoff round. Cool. Um you know, uh and I hate to say it, uh, you know, I'm not normally one that's all about fire, 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 get rid of them, get rid of them. But Dak has been there longer than even McCarthy has. Right. So, I, I don't think... It's one of those but situations to where... our owner's the problem. Yeah. So, but, but what do you do there? Right. Because you know? supposedly the he recently delivered an ultimatum to players in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, I don't know if it was for attempted motivation or alienation but definitely one way or the other something's going to come out of it maybe 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 who knows we might see uh, all sorts of chaos because there are a multitude of players who are in either contract years or are going into free agency as it were so a lot of lot of stuff to however to happen uh, throughout this speaking of former balls quote unquote off season we'll say Juwan Jennings had a showing uh, in the Super Bowl absolutely so Uh, now one of only two former volunteers to have thrown a touchdown pass in a Super Bowl the other one of course being the The sheriff sheriff himself Peyton Peyton Manning. Manning. But yeah, yeah uh, good, good on you, Juwan. He's a dog, man. He's I, a dog. I can't, I can't say much for for former Gamecocks uh, that were performing in the the Super Bowl. Um, Debo Samuel, while he did have a few decent catches, there were also some drops and some miscommunication on some plays. 
the one player that, to me, that really did stand out as far as a former Gamecock player would have been Javon Kinlaw, number 99 on the defensive yeah. front for San Francisco. Uh, constantly just getting into the back re- backfield uh, and making yeah, – he, he put uh, pressure on Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes All escaped. Night. You know, try to escape the pocket, and then of yeah. course you had uh, Bosa in, mm-hmm. in pursuit a majority of the night, and thankfully was able to to not get duped by uh, Mahomes' yeah. shifty feet as much as a lot of people um, figured that he would, uh, considering the fact that uh, the Forty ers defense was not as um, up to par, up to snuff no. as it had been the last couple of years. While yeah. still doing a great job, I um, tell you, I would have they kind of dropped seen, off a little bit. I would have liked to have seen the Detroit defense against Mahomes. That one would have been fun. Uh, I I much rather would have seen yeah. you know Eminem versus Taylor Swift in the <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah, um, and that could have of course made for a hell of a halftime show. It but I'm have. not I'm not arguing in any capacity the halftime show that we got. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, We've had some great halftime shows the last few years. Do you want to know why? Why? We've now reached the age of the demographic of what Super Bowl shows are catered to. Our generation. Yes. Yeah, 90s music. Yep. 90s, early 2000s. All the stuff that we were coming out of high school and getting into, you know, our early 20s and stuff like that. Yeah. All of that stuff now is the the forefront of what the Super Bowl. Singing to when we're alone, driving to work. They yep. want that on the halftime show now. That that is that Damn. is their that is their money maker. We are in that age uh, bracket. We are in the thirty five to forty five or thirty five to fifty five age bracket, which uh, most all of the stuff that gets marketed out to people well, are getting marketed for. <laughs> Don't know if that one's gonna happen. That one would be fantastic. I was in seventh grade whenever their first album dropped. It was in do, it's it's insane he, to think that. Yeah. Dookie, the Dookie album, 100%. Yep. Um, wow. But, yeah, uh, excited to see, of, of course, what all is going to come out, what's going to happen throughout the, the dreaded, quote-unquote, off season, yeah, as it but were. Yeah, but I always get excited, too, to start seeing these things happen. Like, obviously, you know, you're going to start seeing, like, with a lot of coach changes, people might be thinking, like, oh, well, you know, then what if Milton went to Tennessee? Right. I mean, Milton could fit. We're great at Tennessee. They, they need it. They need it. Um, and I think, Lord, I think he wasn't in Tennessee anymore. I don't think, but didn't Tannehill say he was retiring? Or um, Tannehill, I believe, is going to be done. Yeah, and it's Will Levis. Levis is at Tennessee. Is is and the, he's doing a pretty fine job for a he's gotten hurt. But yeah, he's already quite, his a, stock quite is, a bit. Is dwindled a little bit with injuries and things like that. So yeah, I mean, I I, I could see a Milton or a Rattler going to Tennessee and. Shaking things up. It's a possibility, but after Especially watching Rattler style offense, well, well, we're getting a new coach too. So, well, here's the thing. Um, I don't know who the what the coach coaching style is. As as part of the the Senior Bowl weekend mm-hmm. or week, um, they were doing some individuals, uh, uh, individual one on ones, interviews, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, Rattler wound up in the New England offense quite a bit and uh, claimed saying that he was having a a good time running that offense 
and that's pretty much the one that they had ran. Oh, I I 100% agree. I would absolutely hate to see him in uh, a a New England uniform, but uh, if he were to, to get in there and ball out, I would, I would bring myself to potentially purchase a, yeah. So, I mean, and Mac Jones has not been doing worth a darn in any capacity. And who's to say it may have been Belichick that was the cause of it. Uh, Time is the only, you know, telling factor in all of this. But, uh, yeah, um, the the Patriots have been one of the one of the ones that is kind of on the radar, so to speak. Uh, but I'm hoping that somebody, uh, somebody that I'm already a fan of or inherently a fan of, uh, being you know potentially the Bears. Well, for me, for me, when it's in the pro, the pro world, since I'm more of a college football fan, it's easier to tell you who I don't like. Right. Like I, I would say I would rather them for, not. Or I could cheer for. I could cheer for. You know, I could cheer for, like Hendon going to Detroit. I was like, I could cheer for Detroit. Right, but here is something about Patriots, this. Patriots, I just can't. I could never. I don't think. I can well, the thing about it is, is did you notice or have you noticed post Tom Brady, the Patriots have all but fallen off the map yeah. in terms of coverage. Yeah, because it was Brady. Yeah, I mean Belichick has had some stuff. Of course, he had the sassy, you know, flag throw last year and stuff like that, but. Beyond that, by and large, post Brady, the yeah. the Patriots have have become inconsequential, um, and maybe that's a good thing in the fact that you know we had become so fatigued of seeing the Patriots and seeing Brady or seeing Brady, ergo we got fatigue of the Patriots. Same thing with Mahomes. We're not necessarily against the Chiefs. It's just it's more him, right more now. Mahomes fatigue. But it will but eventually affect the team. Ergo, yeah, Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs, Chiefs wind up getting targeted because of it. Yeah. Uh, I think it same way. And give it a couple of years of not having anything. If they decide to continue with Mac Jones for another year or whatever the case may be, and then halfway through the season, if Rattler does wind up getting picked up by him, they switch over to him, and then boom, the light switch flips and. You have a a stellar season. I swear to God, though, you come into work with a Rattler Patriots jersey. <laughs> uh, it I would might, truly be because of the guy. It, it, yes, one hundred percent because of the guy, not because like, of the I swear to God, it's just this is the only jersey I'd ever wear. <laughs> right, this is the only reason I would wear a a Patriots jersey, uh, even though there are currently Patriots. Um, Hell, I would take Rattler in Dallas. Running back. Um, so oh, that would be a that might be a fun one too. You never know. I mean, he he is the rattlesnake. He is the rattler. The Texas rattlesnake. Spencer uh, Rattler instead of Stone Cold yeah, Steve Austin. Um, but yeah, for me, I, I really like this time because I in my head start placing like where can I see some of these guys? Where could some of these guys actually these end guys up? Going? Like, could Milton show up in Chicago? Could Milton show up in New York? If if he doesn't get his stuff together. Like, I don't know. There's a few teams where I'm like, God, what? I would hate to see Milton go to. Speaking of New York, did you see the the joke? Hmm. Um, P. 
people paid uh, however many millions of dollars for 30 seconds at the Super Bowl. Yeah. The last time somebody spent that much uh, amount of time for 30 seconds was the Jets paying for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Again, some more of the, the meme-worthy things to come out of this year's Super Bowl. Because that's the thing. We're also, in this offseason, going to be seeing what... I guarantee the media will just be crazy about, like, well, what's Aaron going to do now? Oh, yeah. Aaron's still in the league. We love Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers this. Aaron Rodgers that. Plenty of things. Plenty of things for sure to be able to talk about. Uh, continuing on in the world of college football before we start jumping into some other sports, one of the biggest things to come out post-college football season uh, has been the NCAA versus insert school here. And right now, of course, the big one is against the University of Tennessee. Michigan has kind of taken a back seat for mm-hmm. the moment, uh, especially since Harbaugh has hightailed it to the NFL um, to be the Chargers coach. Which shows a lot. I think it says a lot, even though he won the college football Oh, the landscape of college football now. Just kind of like, even though I won it, I'm still going to the pros. I'm right. still leaving Michigan. I'm still I getting out of here. says a lot. Oh, uh, the number of coaches that have left because of the changing landscape of college football and how much more work there is into college as as a head coach mm. that people are having to deal with. But there are a few schools now who have hired GMs, as it were, Yes, to, to be able to handle a lot of the stuff that, that Which, coaches don't Saban need to worry about. Office job? Saban's going to the desk at uh, game day. Wow. Now, afterwards, he might wind up doing a whole, like, Saban branding type of thing where he's, like, the head honcho for all kinds of stuff. Wow. But, yeah, for the time being, his his post-coaching days Game at the day. Crimson Tide is to basically take over a combination of uh, Patty Mac's spot as well as Corso. Because Corso's, <sighs> I mean, he's done. I yeah. mean, love the guy. He's done a fantastic job for the last however many years, but it, it's time to hang up the headset. It is time to put away the microphone. Go enjoy the rest of your years uh, showing up as a giant bobblehead in Geico commercials saying, not so fast, my friends. Um, it's going to be a sad day to, to not sure. see the, 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 the old, the old co- coach, coach there yeah, and, it's, and it's, putting on hard. the head the uh, headdress or whatever mascot or they anything like that. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe they'll get Saban to do that, or maybe Herb McAfee Street or Herb will Street, wind up, yeah. you know, taking up the mantle for something like that. But yeah, Saban going to the to the game day desk, so we'll start seeing him on Saturday mornings across the country, giving his insight and analysis of the world of college football and the games for those individual days. But of course, right now is pretty much a dead period in terms of recruiting. Uh, none yeah. of the teams are real or coaches are really able to get out anymore right now uh, until after spring practice. Um, they are in winter workouts before we do get to spring break. They'll go through spring break and, of course, come back in and get started in spring practice. And before you know it, we are going to be at either the Garnet and Black or Orange and White games, respectively, for all you cock and balls out there. Um, slated right now, as April. far as I know, to uh, sometime mid to late April mm-hmm. at this point. So definitely some stuff to look forward to in the very, very near future. The time is going to fly by, 
And before we know it, we're going to be back to doing the episodes regularly and mm-hmm. have plenty to talk about. But as we said before and in the intro, uh, we're not going to leave you high and dry whenever it comes to uh, football content, specifically uh, college football or any kind of real football news in both the world of college and professional football uh, through the Patreon content that you'll be able to get through the Studio 66 site. Um, speaking of the, as we just kind of briefly mentioned, the NCAA the uh, fight against uh, the University of Tennessee, um, trying to, I don't know what it, it wasn't is. A rule, a rule wasn't broken. It's well, a guidance. So, yeah, there was a, so the it, system the has, using. yeah, the system has been in place. And then Tennessee was following stuff by the rules as they were or the guidance as they were well then the NCAA decides to retrofit or retro word the the guidance the rules mm-hmm. the whatever to indict Tennessee yeah. in this capacity um and and it's completely backfired at this point um the the chancellor the chancellor of Tennessee yeah girl uh, the athletic go director ahead. let me tell you when she stepped up to the mic and went, <coughs> no. Right. And the world heard it. And then Very other much organizations so. heard it and went, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, right. No. No. She said no is a sentence, and that goes for you too, NCAA. And we're, we're, t- we're tired of this. And all the other schools are following suit, and the Big Ten's like, yeah, we're with the SEC. We should form an alliance here. Yeah, and and uh, Petiti and Greg Sankey. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how good of friends that, or how long that alliance friends, is going to last. It's like last. Alien versus Predator. Okay, Where I got gotcha. you. the human and the Predator had to it, team up to take on the alien. If enemy, my enemy is my friend. Yeah. 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 Kind of that thing. Uh, uh, a temporary alliance <laughs> yeah. to, to take on a, a common foe. Yeah, it's like when Jim and Dwight had to team up to take on uh, uh, Packer. Right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, very similar situation, and that leads me to to what I want to talk about for a couple of minutes. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I don't want to go too far past what our normal time frame would be. But in light of the, the SEC Big Ten Alliance, you're looking at a point now to having close to what we've been discussing as a super conference Mm -hmm. of 32 teams, Mm -hmm. you're not far off. I think we're at a combined 28, maybe 30 as it stands now. Make a couple of changes. And in watching a couple of our favorite outlets, um, namely uh, um, Late Kick, Josh Pate, um, that there's the potential for expansion to a 16-team playoff even beyond what the current this year 12 team playoff is supposed to be with it being uh five auto bids for the conference champions and then beyond that 11 at large bids based off of of course record <laughs> strength of schedule all of that stuff to be able to be awarded to 11 different teams from across the the college football landscape but i think before we wind up getting to that point you're going to get a more definitive and this is something else that wound up getting kind of the wording kind of got tossed around and it was almost like a, a hint if you were paying attention a north south east and west yeah. of what this potential quote unquote mega conference would be 
or you know combining a 16 team SEC and a 16 team Big 10 yeah. as the two main powers because everybody else for the most part is inconsequential. Mm-hmm. So bring in anybody that would need to be exclude whomever and then Bob's your uncle there you go. Yeah. Uh you've got enough teams and then if you wanted to go more teams than what the 32 team NFL format is then you just, you know, adjust it how adjust accordingly. Sure. In that capacity. But yeah, um, just more more indications. What it seems like the the talkings behind closed doors are are more rapidly and more definitively pointing towards a full fledged NFL esque format for the the bigger players in college football. Uh, and in that essence, of course, I mean you're going to have the teams like Vandy and. Uh, um, South Carolina, I'm going to go ahead and throw that in there. Um, and if you have some ACC teams that wind up jumping into the, the mix, mm-hmm. um, you're going to have those teams that are on the lower end, perceptively or, or typically, that are going to be on the lower end. Under teams. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, like um, the equivalents being the Browns or, you know, okay. uh, um, what were the Chargers yeah. this year? Th- what were the Bengals this the year? Panthers. The the pa- yeah. yeah. You've got uh, uh, um, collated, sure. or sure. not collated, but uh, comparable yeah. uh, uh, teams from the collegiate level to the pro level to where you can make that direct direct line uh, comparison between uh, the leagues and mm-hmm. stuff like that and see how that type of format could you know, very potentially work easily uh, in the ranks of college football, but it's going to take the right minds in the right room at the right time to be able to get all this stuff compiled and put together. Well, I think it's just also we're starting to see where, you know, it's starting here with, with NCAA football, and hopefully it will eventually transcribe to other outlets and other parts of the, the country that, you know what, we make you money. Oh yeah. You don't make us money. We make you money. So why are you our boss? Right. Like without us, without the SEC, the Big 10, the individual schools, the NCAA is nothing. No, 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 because they could play the... independently in a heartbeat and fans would still show and oh, they'd absolutely. still buy tickets, they'd still buy concerts. What do you do aside from try to control us. South Carolina's proven that. Exactly. Notre Dame has proven that. Exactly. They have played in conferences leagues. before and then moved to the independent ranks yeah. on multiple occasions Absolutely. And, and have proven that they can still garner viewership. Yeah. People will still watch the games. People will still pay money to come in, pay to park, pay to get through the gate, pay for those concessions to be able to sit down and enjoy their favorite <coughs> team, go at it for an hour. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I think it's come down to us finally saying, you need us more than we need you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and to go along with that is that um, with the amount of money that does get spent on that, if they can find a, a good way to, to distribute that and to make it to where a, a collegiate athlete coming out of high school signs with a, a particular school, 
And with the way that it's worded, say for that first year, it's like, okay, you come in and on year one, you've got a $35,000 contract. You're going to wind up playing football for this school. You're going to get $30,000 during this fiscal year Mm -hmm. paid out to you on a weekly, bi-weekly basis, whatever the case may be. You're still getting your meals taken care of. You're still getting housed. You're still getting uh, um, uh, your education, of course, as one of the most important things. Um, We're taking care of your medical stuff. Oh, yeah. Basically, as a a player or quote-unquote employee in this capacity. Uh, That's the main thing is people don't want to refer to them as an employee because whenever you say that, then more stuff winds up coming with it. But um, you're still getting all this stuff. And then, okay, you wind up coming back the following year. You decide you're not going to transfer somewhere else. You want to continue. Then we're going to go from 30 to 60. Yeah. You're still even as well as what this would be that we're getting from, you're getting paid basically off of the media rights and Mm -hmm. that type of money that's coming in. Um you're also able to get the different uh, uh, NIL deals. It's brokered through a company or through the the institution, through the university's brokerage house or whatever, like it's the Garnet Trust mm-hmm. or whatever the volunteer one is. Yeah. Um, that's how those different deals are brokered because it is a legal process that has to be gone through and everything else. There's no, mm-hmm. like, hidden things or whatever between the... the pay or the payee and all that good stuff um but then again okay you've gone two years we bumped you up for your you know honoring your loyalty and everything else and you know wanting to be a part of what we're trying to continue to build it's not based off of like your nil is what's based or what gets you that higher paycheck your base yeah. salary is going to be the same based off of tenure mm-hmm. not ability if you have extra ability, that's where the donors are going to wind up being like, hey, if you, you know, come to a couple of commercials for me, I'm going to give you an extra 10K. Or, you know, if you wind up coming to however many events and mm-hmm. signing autographs or, you know, going and taking pictures with kids, whatever yeah. the case may be, then we're going to give you this extra. But as just, you know, coming in, doing football, being a good role model student athlete, we're going to give you this base salary, and it's going to increase every year that you wind up staying with the organization, with the university, until you become draft eligible. If you choose to stay, even after becoming draft eligible, potential bonuses. Uh, Same thing for reaching a division championship or conference championship playoff game whatever the case may be you're factoring in these bonus structures based off of accelerated performance Mm -hmm. but by and large i think that you would be able to get away from this wild west transfer portal mess that we have right now yes to where it's pay to play or we're paying you to come play and we're just giving you rent you know if we can work out what you're wanting in a deal, then we're going to get it to you. Whereas you can say, all right, no, we've got all this money coming in from the media rights deals and all this other stuff. We've effectively got enough to be able to pay our staff for the conference, like the SEC staff. Yeah. Next level at the individual universities, there's enough money to distribute to them 
to be able to pay that 50 or 150 whatever man roster this amount of money for every athlete that's a a scholarship athlete not a a preferred walk-on or anything like that if they do get put on scholarship then yes they do wind up getting that actual income but otherwise it's kind of how it has been oh yeah in that situation um but yeah uh uh, it makes for I, i think it would just make for you know we as fans would not be as negative towards an individual player because they they now have a a financial reason for wanting to stay and if they truly do feel you know that they want to be a part of that particular institution because it's that institution what that logo on their chest or on their sleeve on their hat is that oh i get to come play at my favorite place and i'm going to get paid Mm -hmm. damn right i'm going to be hanging around for a little while especially if my uh pay is going to wind up going up and then i get the possibility of donors you know putting even more money in my pocket giving me an even bigger bag Mm -hmm. if i go help them sell a couple of mercedes or if i go you know tell people to eat their fried chicken or if i you know come on down to you know come on down to pals and get you a big tea and a double big pile of cheese it's my favorite thing i eat one after every game yeah (laughs) so i mean it's going to work in that aspect like the same thing with a professional athlete like you know mahomes i know we're going back to someone that we're tired of uh but him and kelsey doing all of the state farm commercials with Mm -hmm. jake from state farm as of late it they didn't get paid anymore by the chiefs organization to go in and do that no they're paid by but they're being paid state by farm. state farm to do those things it'd yeah. be the same thing in the college level no. they could wind up having them even collegiate athletes uh caitlin clark in basketball recently mm-hmm. wound up doing a nationally recognized commercial she's getting paid mm-hmm. by that company but if if, if another mean, uh, if another company wanted to pay her to decide to leave iowa and go to lsu I mean, the, or to go join Don Solly. Th- imagine what if we'd have had this going on, the stuff that Fromm could have done, right? With State Farm, yeah, he could have. They could have made commercials of changing it to State Farm, and right. Know, this is Jake from State Farm. Jake yeah. from yeah from State, State Farm. Farm. You know, from from. If we had that stuff now, he would be doing State Farm commercials, being paid by State Farm. Yeah. Not Georgia. No. State Farm. Yeah. Um, or someone with the last name of Ford. Oh, yeah. Easily. Could could be contracted out by Ford trucks. Um, and that's the thing is, the more we learn about this, the more we're able to perfect it. The more we're going to be able to step away from entities like the NCAA. Oh, and that's the thing is, and that's what they're worried about is the fact Absolutely. that they they about. have now become an obsolete entity. Yes. In most any and all capacities. And they've been sitting high on the hog collecting money, claiming to, to do whatever it is they do for the betterment and protection of the student athlete. But that's just BS that they're hiding behind mm-hmm. to be able to, to continue stuffing their already fat pockets. So, yeah, I mean, I'd, if I were in that position, I'd be afraid, too, whenever I got found out to be a fraud, that I was basically just exactly. a, uh, an enforcement agency that was operating off of fear 
whenever I honestly can't even do anything mm-hmm. to any of these organizations, to any of these colleges or anything like that. The NCAA is just like, let's uh, let's bring back the video game series to distract everybody. Yeah. Let's <laughs> uh, make them happy. And, and I, not for that reason, but I am all for it because I have been dying to play some yeah. college football on some more modern... Modern machines technology. yeah and it's crazy we're not even 10 years full 10 years separated from the last one but do you realize how many gaming systems have come out since that last one mm-hmm. it's insane it's and how crazy. rapidly the technology has advanced in 10, ten years. years from the last time that we played an ncaa football game yeah and and who's to say this may be the last could be labeled ncaa football it yeah. could from henceforth and forever be known as college football yeah just college football video game yeah or whatever it is they decide to 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 name it because i'm i'm just curious as to how the format uh is going to wind up working if if you take the format from the madden games you could easily call it uh like we call it sabins yeah or or (laughs) (laughs) yeah sabins or corsos college football Hey, that's a good Playoffs. one. It kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Coach Corso's college NFL football. Madden. Yeah. Because it's all in Madden's memory, and it's always been called Madden. We can easily call it Coach Corso's college football. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm all for it, and he can still continue. Him and Kirk Herbstreit can yeah, still continue can do to do all the commentary yeah. for it. I'm sure with the, the advancements in AI and everything else, they can take his – audio clips from some of the other ones and oh, as well yeah. as from the shows and stuff like that and be able to piece together absolutely all the I commentary they need. Absolutely, I could. Well, guys, this is going to about wrap it up. Before we do get out of here, I am going to turn it over to Tyler to let you know all about where and how to find any Studio 66 information as well as our Patreon information. And after he gets done with that, we're going to leave you with our closing thoughts before we wrap up and end this season finale episode of the Cocky Top Podcast until, of course, we get back into fall camp. TM, throwing it over to you, bud. All right. Studio 66, we are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We have a website. It is tldstudio66.com. You can go there. That's where you find all the information about our, our individual shows, about our fantastic sponsor, Tennessee Legend Distillery, how you can find us on social media, uh, ways to get in contact with us. You can leave a voicemail for us if on your thoughts about the Super Bowl or about other sports in general. You can become a patron, and our lovely patrons get four to three to four to five things a week on the Patreon content, whether it's deleted scenes, bloopers, uncut uh, episodes, um, behind-the-scenes conversations and pictures and videos questionnaire uh, trivia uh you vote on an episode we talk about literally anything you can think about our patrons do get treated to that throughout the week at random times and that is for a very small price for the price of a cup of coffee each month you are going to start to receive things and of course the more you go up in tiers the more you get in gifts uh don't forget we are taking a hiatus for the show. Between Two Barrels will still be going on, but at a limited capacity because of the construction, finding time to record, and some other growth things that are happening for Tennessee Legend Distillery that we will be able to discuss at a later date. 
and maybe the patrons will get the first news before you all. Oh, absolutely. We definitely want to make sure and include plenty of early access information about any and all the things happening around not only Studio 66, but especially Tennessee Legend Distillery. Um, not for just a singular location, but for any and all of our locations. So, yeah, the best way to keep up with any and all of that information is, of course, to follow us on the different social media sites, sites, whether it be Studio 66 or Tennessee Legend Distillery. Just make sure that you are liking, following, clicking the subscribe, click the bell, click the like, click the follow, do all the point and clicks that there is to be pointed and clicked. Absolutely. And that is it for how you get stay in touch with us. B, final comments? Before we get out of here, before we wrap this one up, like I said, just wanted to reiterate the fact that you are not going to be completely left out in the cold whenever it comes to the world of football, whether it be collegiate or professional. We are still going to be dropping different tidbits, different nuggets mm. on the Patreon side of things. Um, all throughout the year, we will just not be having a singularly focused show. Uh, the Cocky Top Show, as we have mentioned a couple of times, will be on hiatus uh, until we do get to fall camp. But make sure that you are listening to the Patreon content. Make sure you are a Patreon supporter um, because anything that winds up going into that does, of course, allow us to do things like get new microphones, get new sound mixers, get new elements cameras backdrops green screens any and all of that stuff that is going to allow us to bring you a better overall product at the end of the day all of that stuff does wind up going to that and of course we are working on a discount program for the distillery that mm -hmm. depending on the level of patreon supporter you are that is going to get you access to advanced discounts as well as advanced knowledge of any kind of sales that we will be having at any point in time at any of our locations. And again, like I said, the best way you can find out any and all of that information is like Tyler said, just make sure you are following us on our different social media sites. Well, guys, that is going to wrap it up for this season. Season one now officially in the books of the Cocky Top podcast so on behalf of all vol tyler mcdaniel i am forever to the trademarked forever to the gamecock brian lowe saying we will see you on the next one thanks for listening to another episode of the cocky top podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode for more information about what's happening with any of the studio 66 shows make sure to like Follow, subscribe, click the thumbs up, whatever you have to do to make sure you get your fill of this legendary content. Search Studio 66 on Facebook or Instagram, or the Studio 66 playlist on YouTube from Tennessee Legend Distillery. You can also subscribe to our Patreon channel, patreon.com slash tldstudio66, for additional content for all of the Studio 66 shows, as well as gifts from the different Studio 66 podcasts, and Tennessee Legend Distillery. And if that wasn't enough, you can also visit our website, tldstudio66.com, where you can find links to all of the shows and podcasts, as well as merchandise for all of the individual podcasts. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail if you like via SpeakPipe 
or send us an email at tldtube23 at gmail.com. However you go about it, make sure you don't miss out on getting even more legendary info about the studio as well as the distillery from Studio 66, presented by Tennessee Legend Distillery.